0: Mary, you know that although I am a gothic girl at heart, as evidenced by my spooky dress and my little friends, I love me some Jane Austen. What? This is brand new information. No, of course I did. Of course I did. (laughs) I love Jane Austen, and the reason I got into the gothic was Jane Austen through Northanger Abbey, and she is, as you could say, a gateway author. She was my gateway drug. She really was. now as as you may or may not know I am starting a new biblio venture with our good friends at the Rosenbach Museum this sounds amazing thank you now as much as I'm sad to not be you know with you as my my little co-partner we also you know we have the Girl Guide Association which if you've not watched it go watch it now so I'm excited to be doing this and my good friend Kathleen Hudson is going to be another one of the co-hosts and in a fantastic theatre, um, Philadelphia theatre organiser called Casey is also going to be co-hosting and Ed's got a really exciting theme but I just need to have a little rant Mary about Jane Austen, I just need to have a little Jane Austen rant because I feel like she's misunderstood. She's very misunderstood, I agree Thank with you. you. And I feel like that's a weird thing to say about one of the world's most famous and popular authors. (laughs) Uh, This has been bothering me. And I want to like, I want to say my Jane Austen piece for Jane Austen Mondays because Austen Mondays is going to be a super cool show. We're going to do lots of cool segments, but you know, it is a departure from what we were doing before with Sundays. And that was very Gothic. And I guess really, I just want to be like, Jane Austen is not prim and proper, you guys. (laughs) Well, (laughs) like you know, I
1: love your rants. And I also (laughs) love, you know, I'm all about the gothic. So
0: go ahead, unleash rant. This is a safe gothic space. Thank you. So (laughs) I, you know, I know that like for you, Jane Austen is not one of the authors that you are super into. But that's not because you think that she is like white picket fence, right? Like oh you know it's the same reason that 100%. I don't like Dickens
1: <laughs> I I have a favorite Jane Austen book because I've read loads of her works and you know if anyone's asking it's Persuasion because Persuasion is the best book it's and so
0: and I won't you know I, the, there's no arguments there it's the best book no, but yeah so good even after I ruined it for you with my sad did you know that the war starts again after the ending um sorry everybody I can talk about that spoiler that really spoiler <laughs> it's 1815 uh, 1814 sorry <laughs> um but yeah okay so like one of the things that I've been noticing and this is more about the response to persuasion so weirdly like our announcing of Boston Mondays came at a very similar time to the second season of Bridgerton and then the new persuasion adaptation the new Persuasion adaptation was not good <laughs> but there were reasons it wasn't good and it's just because it was a bad movie like it I've actually got a review of it coming out in the Jane Austen Emergency World magazine, so you can read that. But what I've I will been realizing- be reading that. Thank you. <laughs> what I've been realising is that in the Second World War particularly, people like Rudyard Kipling perpetuated this myth of Dear Aunt Jane. And this is kind of like a post-Victorian thing, that Jane Austen was seen as being a novelist who privileged manners and propriety and a novelist who was like a symbol of like safe British nationalism that could be beloved during a period of war it's full of crap like it's full of crap Mary and it makes me really mad because Jane Austen was a messy bitch she was savage she was witty and this is the thing like we're going to be doing Pride and Prejudice for Austen Mondays and I guess what I wanted to do and why I wanted to have this rant is because like I want everyone that joined us for Sundays to be excited about Austin Mondays, but I also feel like it's my duty <laughs> as like a lifelong Austin fan, but also a scholar to push back against those negative perceptions because it's harmful. Like Austin is not this symbol of like white British national superiority in any way. She was so critical. Like one of my favorite Austin letters is where she writes to her sister Cassandra, she's staying with her brother Edward, and she's like, hey, I missed breakfast because I got so drunk that I didn't wake up, and I'm in the library because it's dark, and the light hurts my eyes, and our niece Fanny is mad at me because I flirted with all the young men, and I embarrassed her, and as a woman now, in Oh, Jane as a woman now in my 30s I'm like yes Jane like get it girl but Jane you live Austen, your best life you know live your and best life Jane
1: yeah you want to, you want to get drunk and flirt with all the boys you do you boo you do you babes
0: like Jane Austen ridiculed propriety and manners. pride and prejudice here's the thing Mary it's not a love story it's not a romance novel and it is what? definitely not shit like We have been sold this idea of Pride and Prejudice in particular, but Jane Austen, as unrealistic romance fantasy. Now, I'm not like dissing Jane Austen as romance because Persuasion in particular is a beautiful love story. But Mr. Darcy literally (laughs) walks in, walks into Elizabeth and is like, you are so hot. I hate everything about you, but you're so hot please marry me because it's 1813 and we can't have sex before marriage and I'm a gentleman that's his first proposal when I went to the Jane Austen Centre people used to put that was on mugs his first proposal is like sold as merchandise it's like this romantic gesture it's literally horny like
1: tinder messaging (laughs) yeah it's it's a it's a lustful message it's about lust and sexual desire and exactly fitting fitting that into kind of cultural norms because like you say like you you couldn't you couldn't like couldn't have sexual relations unless you were married but like if you wanted to if you wanted to be intimate with somebody
0: you had to get married you had to get married the whole joke at the beginning of Pride and Prejudice is that Mr Bennett fancied Mrs Bennett so much that he married her and didn't realize that she was like this neurotic frivolous woman and he has to just put up with that because that's his problem for being a lusty young man Jane Austen was so in tune and in touch with like the like all of her social all of her novels are social critiques like they are romances but like Lizzie literally walks into Pembley and is like huh maybe I should reconsider this proposal this is a damn nice house <laughs> and that's intentional like Austen is not chiclet because what I mean I have issues with the thing of chiclet because it's inherently misogynistic. but if you're thinking to yourself like well I don't really like romance novels or I don't like novels of manners because the 18th century was was big on novels of manners it's not a novel of manners it is a novel of like people running away with each other it's a critique it's a massive social critique like it's hysterically funny she like sat back and watched the world and laughed at it And she was catty, but she was also brilliant and witty. And it just makes me really sad and really mad that people are dismissing Austin for being something that she has been co-opted into. And I just really think that the world would be a better place if we could not only again see the value in romance novels like let's not be misogynistic like let's not be patriarchal no need for that but also not reduce women's writing to those things like she's so funny (laughs) she's so savage like people joke about like gen z jane austen would be like she would be TikTok famous because she's just that funny and that savage. And like, she's just not reverential at all. Like once someone came into work when I worked in the Jane Austen Centre and they were like, you need to take down those Halloween decorations because Jane Austen was a Christian and her father was a pastor. (laughs) And I was like, Jane Austen loved the Gothic. And I think the thing as well is if you're thinking like, oh, well, I like really dark spooky stuff like me too and of course I'm not saying Jane Austen is for everyone and you might read it and think yeah no this isn't for me it doesn't do what I want it to do but Jane Austen was so inspired by the gothic and actually like a lot of her stuff is way, is way funnier it's very gothic camp she does a lot of like gothic play but also like Northanger Abbey in particular is so funny like so so funny and it's because she's inspired by the Gothic. And I just want to be like, hey, give it a chance. Because I feel like it's not what you think it is.
1: I'm so glad that you brought up
0: Northanger <laughs> Abbey.
1: Because, yeah, like if, if you are into the Gothic and you haven't read that yet, then what are you doing? Go and go and read that book. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I'm 100% with you. Like, <laughs> Thank Jane, you. <laughs> Jane as a, as a messy bitch um absolutely right there so this sounds amazing where
0: can Thank people you. listen to more of this like okay where can people so, go and watch Austin Mondays so Austin Mondays is the new biblioventure from the Rosenbach Museum with their amazing host of shows like Sundays with Dracula and Sundays with Frankenstein the wonderful Edward Pettit and he will be doing shows every Monday every Monday evening. um, You can sign up on the Rosenbach's website and you can also find them on Facebook and YouTube. We will link them uh, down below in the description. And it will be a revolving set of co-hosts. It started last week with an amazing episode with Austin scholar Devany Luzer, who is so fantastic, so good at kind of like countering those misconceptions. And then it will be me. I will be on there. And then our the wonderful case, Kathleen and Casey, and you can watch every week. But if, like me, um, I'm an idiot and I'm going to be staying up until midnight to do this show because I just love <laughs> both Austin and the Rosenbach so much that I'm doing the show. But you can either watch live or you can watch later on the YouTube channel every week. And they'll be covering a couple of chapters. They'll be discussing, um, there's going to be special guests every week, and then there's going to be us co hosts. It's going to be a really exciting show. And yeah, you can either watch it live or you can catch it at your leisure on the Rosenbach's YouTube channel.
1: This sounds fabulous. I can't wait. Obviously, as you know, I'm... (laughs) Someone who loves my sleep, so I'm going to be catching up on YouTube. But yeah. If you can yeah. watch it live, absolutely. <laughs> if you're in register. Europe, don't
0: watch it live. If <laughs> you
1: if you are if you want to if you want to stay up late or if you want to you know if you're in America yeah. and you want to watch it live, absolutely go and do that. So this has been great. Thank you, Lauren. And like, like thank you for like said,
0: listening to me.
1: <laughs> I am always here for your rants, and and like I the love said, ranting all, to you. <laughs> all the links will be in the description below. Mm-hmm um so yeah very very excited very excited for this series
0: yeah I hope you guys join us for Austin Mondays to hear me say more problematic things about Jane Austen (laughs) um maybe I'll talk a little bit about my past life as a renegade Jane Austen scholar but you'll have to tune in to find out so in the meantime read Jane Austen and stay safe and stay spooky guys stay safe and stay spooky